0: Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash make your bed. Good morning, good morning, Sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed Podcast. So once we establish how to prioritize all the shit we need to do, we're gonna feel more confident and clear about the next steps that we need to take to do those things. This will often lead us to analysis paralysis or that task paralysis, like I've mentioned in episodes past. What happens is we tend to overanalyze and overthink, which causes any and all decision making or forward momentum seem absolutely impossible. Whether that situation be too complicated or not, the anxiety that we create is enough to suppress our decision-making in an unconscious effort to preserve our existing options. And in my experience, this is where time management systems can come in and help alleviate some of this stress. Time management systems often use a web-based application or a time clock or some type of timer to track your work hours. And these systems will give us insights into the way we are working and managing our time. Ideally, when applied properly, a time management system can automate certain processes, which can reduce or even eliminate some of the more tedious shit we have to do, like random paperwork or scheduling things. One super simple and common way to do this is time blocking. It's a productivity technique for time management, where you divide your day or week into small blocks of time that are dedicated to your specific tasks or to-dos. Basically, you're giving yourself a schedule. You're saying at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., I'm gonna be working on this thing so that your to-do list actually gets on your calendar so shit actually gets done. But if the basic kind of scheduling doesn't work for you, there is the getting things done method created by David Allen. And he is a big fan of brain dumping all of your to-do lists, anything you have interest in, relevant information, issues, tasks, projects, etc., and getting them out of your mind by recording them externally so that you could break them down into actionable work items with your known time limits. Basically, you're combining all of these strategies in one. And I do like this method a lot because it doesn't really rely on intuition and just random motivation, but because there is a natural progression of events and they're all written down and planned for you, it does make showing up a lot easier. The basic idea behind the method is to finish all of your small tasks immediately, and your big tasks can be divided into smaller tasks that you can begin as soon as you start breaking them down. The reasoning behind this is so you avoid information overload or brain freeze, which is super common when you have so many tasks to do. And it's even more common if you have a bunch of sources of stress like open loops, where you don't know what to do next or you don't really have a clear outcome on how this will go if done correctly. And in this method, he has a series of five questions where you can sort all of your to-do lists. So once you collect your to-do list, you can process and organize by asking yourself where those things should go. There are a series of five questions which can definitely help you figure out how to sort, but I'm going to go through it right now just quickly. But I will also post a copy of this on my Instagram if you're interested in checking that out, because I'm sure describing a graph is not as effective as just showing the visual of it if you want to use it. But with each item on your to-do list, you go through a flowchart of questions. You ask yourself first, is this actionable? If it is a no, you will put it in one of three piles, a trash pile, a reference pile or a someday slash maybe pile. If it is actionable, you're gonna go to the next step in the flowchart, which is would one single step complete this task? If it is a no, then you can plan the project task. But if it is a yes, ask yourself the next question. Will this take more than two minutes? If your answer is a no, do it now. If your answer is a yes, the next question you'll ask is, is this for me? If it's a no, you will delegate that task or organize it so that you can delegate that task. If it's a yes, you'll ask yourself if there is a specific date and time you should work on this. If it's a no, you can set it in a pile to save so that you can add context to it later. And if it's a yes, you'll add it to your calendar so that it will get done in a timely manner. And the real key to this whole flowchart is the can I do this in two minutes? Because learning how to stop putting off shit that's going to take less than five minutes to do has been the biggest game changer in my stress overload. Because when I put off little simple tasks like changing the roll of toilet paper or picking up that trash, those problems don't really go away until they're completed. And it is an open loop that I will completely keep cycling through in my brain until it's done. So if I just get it done while I'm thinking about it the first time, it will save me so much fucking drama in the long run because it won't still be weighing on my shoulders. But there's nothing particularly novel or exciting about the news that if it takes less than 30 seconds, you should probably do it now. Unless you're like me and can always use the reminder. But in general, what really makes David Allen's getting things done method work for me is that, unlike some theories which focus on a top-down goal-setting approach, The getting things done method works in the opposite direction because the author recognizes that it's really hard for people to focus on your bigger picture goals if you can't sufficiently control your day to day normal tasks that you frequently have to put up with. So if you start with what you currently have to do and you develop and use those skills through a system that deals with your day to day inputs, You can free up so much mental space so that you could start moving up to the next level with ease. But I think that's why I've been preaching so hard about going easy on yourself, because like with anything new, you don't want to start at your biggest goals and work your way backwards. That's going to be so fucking hard. It would be like deciding you want to run a marathon tomorrow and just going for it with no training. Unless you're already some superhero athlete, it's not really how it works. You start small with what you can manage, and then when that gets easy, you work your way up from there. By focusing on the little challenges that are challenging already and making those simple, it becomes a hell of a lot easier to move up towards longer term visions. Tomorrow, I'm going to share two more little time management strategies that I actually have been using, as well as a couple samples of things that really help me with my motivation and Getting out of that state of freeze when you have things to do. But in the meantime, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part?